Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome along to the Kent Online podcast as we enter another national lockdown. It's Tuesday, January the 5th, and we've got plenty of reaction today following Boris Johnson's address to the country last night. Just a quick reminder then, here's some of what the PM had to say. The government is once again instructing you to stay at home. You may only leave home for limited reasons permitted in law, such as to shop for essentials, to work if you absolutely cannot work from home, to exercise to seek medical assistance. It's thought the restrictions could last until February half-term, although today Government Minister Michael Gove has suggested they could continue until March. It's all designed to try and stop the spread of coronavirus and sees all non-essential shops in England closing, children having to learn from home and pubs, bars, other hospitality venues, gyms, hairdressers and salons all shut. Well, Kent has been in tough Tier 4 restrictions anyway, but the lockdown will limit our social contact with others even further. Let's hear first from Tunbridge Wells MP Greg Clark. This new variant of the virus is particularly infectious as we know and just talking to the chief executive of our local hospital trust this morning he left me under no doubt uh, as to the pressure that our staff, magnificent staff in the hospitals have been experiencing over the last few weeks which is greater even than it was during the spring of last year. So we do need to act. But now that we have the vaccines being deployed, two vaccines being injected uh, into our most vulnerable and elderly people, and as every week goes by, more and more of the people who are most susceptible uh, to contracting and being very badly damaged by the virus uh, will be protected from it. And that means the rest of us will be able to come out of the restrictions that we've been labouring under. So thank you in anticipation for everyone who's going to help us get through the next few weeks. My team and I will be working throughout. We'll be working remotely, but our email and phone numbers will still be available to any constituent who needs our help. As the winter turns into spring, I'm certain that we will finds that we're able to get back to many of the things that we've perhaps taken for granted uh, during the the last few years, whether it's meeting family and friends or even something as simple uh, as a a pint at the pub at an evening. That'll be restored to us before very long, but we have uh, some hard few weeks ahead. If I can help anyone, please get in touch with me through my website and I'll always do my best. Well, the latest figures show Folkestone and Hythe now has the highest coronavirus death rate in the UK. Since last Monday, another 38 people in the area have died within 28 days of testing positive. Across the whole of Kent, 29 COVID-related deaths were recorded in the latest round of daily figures, along with more than 2,000 new cases. Kent Online News. Let's get more reaction now on the impact this will all have on education. All schools are closed to pupils except children of key workers and next summer's exams have been cancelled. We're expecting to hear soon what the government's planning to do instead about GCSEs and A-levels. Jack Newbury is a student at Simon Langton in Canterbury. He'd already been calling for the exams to be scrapped after spending so much time learning online. I think with last year's exams, the, they decided they tried to use the algorithm, which was 
extremely unpopular <laughs> and uh, I think teacher predicted grades were eventually what students were given. Um, I think it's important that people get fair results I mean that that's absolutely at the centre of this issue and the government now has months and months and months to decide a fair system for um, how students are assessed, uh, how students are assessed. There, there are so many options, centre assessed grades, teacher assessed grades, uh, coursework, um, mock exams having a, a heavy weighting, but the government has months to kind of sort these issues out and decide what's going to be a fairer way to assess students. But it's clear that exams going ahead as normal is not going to be the right way to do that. Well, the new lockdown has again sparked fears for the future of the high street as more stores are told they won't be able to open. Chancellor Rishi Sunak has announced a package of measures today to try and help. Firms in the retail, hospitality and leisure sectors will get grants of up to £9,000 for each property they have to try and get them through the spring. Well, there'll be a £594 million discretionary fund for other impacted companies. Well, our colleagues at KMTV have been speaking to Tudor Price from the Kent Invicta Chamber of Commerce to get his reaction. It doesn't go far enough, uh, but it is welcome. And of course, uh, any support is appreciated. And I think we have learned already in the last few months that, that a little can go a long way. However, uh, there are still certain businesses that have been missed. Uh, and in particular, I'm thinking of those that are company directors and have been paying themselves a dividend. There is uh, certain industries which, of course, are hit harder than others. And I think the the politicians have to make a decision, really, in terms of how they support the economy uh, and what's the best thing they can do for the long term. Um, you can't replace all of that lost revenue. That, that's just going to be way too much money. And I don't think anybody in 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 business will expect that to be the case. It's it's going to be important to try and mitigate against the the inevitable uh, redundancies that will follow over the, the sort of winter months now as we move into spring. But I think it's encouraging that the government are still reaching out and recognise that it's going to be a good few months before uh, businesses are able to sort of really get back to where they were in terms of income and revenue. So it's a positive, and again, no one's going to be uh, ungrateful for that type of handout and support. But again, it's about making sure that it's getting to the right places and the right people. What we can say is at least we have a horizon to focus on now, which has uh, got to be the, the only positive we can really take away from, from all of this news. Meantime, Kent Online has been hearing how one online community set up to promote local businesses in Kent has been a lifeline during the pandemic. The Thanet Virtual High Street gives traders a place to promote products and reach customers while non-essential shops are closed. More than 3,500 people have now joined the Facebook group. Karen Brinkman came up with the idea. It is a virtual shop window, so to be able to have that as your platform uh, for shops to be able to promote what they're doing, especially as you say in tier four with the lockdown, it was a godsend to many businesses, especially when we went into uh, the second lockdown, the lead up to Christmas, and they had all that stock and they just didn't know what they were going to do. So many, many local businesses that have never sold online used the group and every day posted different things and said, we can offer click and collect or delivery. So that's, yeah, that was the bottom line of it. We hit 3,500 members yesterday on the group. And I think it's probably a 50-50 split between um, customers, so to speak, um, who have discovered 
products and businesses that they never knew existed locally and businesses who are able to promote themselves. I can think of two local businesses in Westgate um, that never ever had a a, their own Facebook page, um, you know, like, so they've used it to give them ideas. And they've actually, the great thing about the group is the networking side of it. So a lot of businesses have been working with each other and getting ideas from each other. And those relationships now uh, will continue. And, you know, what I've tried to say, this group has been really busy leading up to Christmas and has been great, but it's not just for Christmas. We've got lots of ideas taking it forward. I think people's ideas of wanting to support local businesses have changed. Um, I know myself, I would normally have gone to Boots and, and looked at their Christmas gifts, didn't enter my head whether I was allowed to or not. I wanted to find local businesses and support local businesses. And I think people's mindset because of the pandemic, their mindset has changed. So there will actually be some really positive things that come out of this, as well as obviously some not so nice things as well. And finally today on lockdown, as it gets underway on a pretty grey, cold and rainy day in January, you're probably thinking it's going to be a very long few months ahead. Certainly not like the spring and summer lockdown is it that we had last year but personal trainer Donna West from Maidstone says we should all still try and keep as active as possible she's been chatting to Ollie people got through the first lockdown because we had the ability to get outside you know the weather was better people that were fortunate enough to have gardens could just open their back doors the kids could go out they could go out and you had that space the warmth and the weather so obviously this time around you know you look out the window now it's absolutely pouring down with rain it's freezing cold um, and it's not very inspiring to get out um and it's not particularly motivating. I think that's what people are going to struggle with at the moment. And it's that time of year where people get affected by the seasonal blues, um, post-Christmas, you know, you have that Christmas come down um, and it's it's just not an ideal time to have another lockdown. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be very different this time than it was last time. Because normally you must see a, an influx of clients in the new year with New Year's resolutions and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's usually that typical new year, new me. You know, people realise they've eaten too much, drunk too much over the festive period. Um, people decide they want to get more active, get fitter, get stronger. And inevitably, they go and join the gym. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, that's been put a stop to now. Um, so I think people are going to struggle to know what to do next and how to keep moving forward and, and still reach those goals. How have you found it as, as someone who, who uh, kind of healthy exercise is part of your everyday life? How has it been for you kind of running from the beginning of the March lockdown all the way to now? Um, in the beginning, I was quite motivated. You know, like I said, the weather was good. It was different. It was novel. You know, it was a new challenge. We've never been through this before. Um, so in the beginning, I was quite motivated, did lots of outdoor workouts when we were allowed to get back outside. Um, we got on Zoom, um, that was a, a new experience for me. Not something I was entirely comfortable at first, you know, being on camera, it's a bit strange. Um, but once you got over that, you know, it just became normal, um, lots of classes. Um, but as time has gone on, it's that up and down, you know, you just think, great, we can get back in the gym. And we got back in, we were there a few weeks, we just got back into that routine. And then again, another lockdown. Um, 
and I'm not going to lie, I think the second lockdown, when we went into tier four, it really affected me quite badly. I suddenly lost all my motivation. Um, I found it quite difficult to get myself up. Um, I focused all my energy on my clients because that's, you know, they're my priority, keeping them going, keeping their spirits up um, and, you know, taking care of their mental well-being and how they feel. Um, I kind of lost my mojo a little bit, really. But I think after Christmas, this time round, I'm not going to let it get me down. You know, we've got to keep going. Um, Where there's a will, there's a way. You know, we have to keep pushing forward. And um, especially for beginners, you know, people that want to start that journey, um, just encourage them that, you know, it can still be done. We can still do this. And we'll have plenty more reaction on the lockdown in tomorrow's podcast as MPs are recalled to Parliament. We'll find out how the pub industry is going to cope, what more homeschooling is looking like and the dangers of doom scrolling. So don't forget to download. Kent Online reports. Some other news in brief for you now. And a deep clean's been carried out at a Royal Mail delivery office in Margate after three members of staff tested positive for COVID-19. 18 workers are having to isolate following the outbreak at the Addington Road site. Residents in Sittingbourne are calling for tough action against a gang of children on e-scooters who they say are causing havoc. They've reportedly damaged front doors and stolen books from an elderly woman's book swap stand before setting them alight and throwing them at windows and into gardens. A huge Brexit lorry park in Ashford has opened for the first time, although it still isn't quite finished. HGV drivers can now get a coronavirus test at the Sevington site near the M20, though, before heading to France. We're going to be asked three new questions on this year's National Census. The survey, which takes place every 10 years, gathers information about things like age, work, health and ethnicity. The next one is happening in March and will include questions about sexual orientation, gender identity and whether you've served in the armed forces. Plans to open a new Costa Coffee on the outskirts of Whitstable have been given the go-ahead. The cafe and drive through is going to be built at the Chessfield Roundabout, despite concerns from local people there about increased litter, noise and traffic. And as many as 63 million households around the world are expected to watch Netflix drama Bridgerton in its first four weeks. The series launched on Christmas Day and some scenes were filmed at the historic dockyard in Chatham. The streaming service says it's contributed to its biggest ever viewing week leading up to New Year. Kent Online Sport. Just one bit of sport today and England's cricketers have been retested for coronavirus after Moeen Ali returned a positive result yesterday. They'll have to remain in their hotel rooms in Sri Lanka until the outcome of the checks is known tomorrow morning. Kent Zach Crawley is in the squad ahead of the start of the two-test series next week. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can, of course, subscribe to the IM News app and that will give you access to all K group newspapers particularly helpful if you can't pop to the shops at the moment just head to subsaver.co.uk news you can trust this is the kent online podcast